Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Pesa mi dimpo. Debbie, yini. Eye toothpaste. Enye tofe, why? Eye saye di Kelkis toothpaste. Bema mo fra wedi enfie mienu. Kopi mi enfie siya di etutri wamose. Efri se, e mwa e siya e mwa botokro. Ana ashe, e pamu mwa wa mwa wa. E hase, ne mana mwa dey mapa. Me boma dey se. Me di Kelkis toothpaste. Bema mi metutri wamose. Abribia. Kelkis toothpaste. E ma mo fra si tutri ye ni jese. Kel. Happy smile. And gratitude. FDR Diatum. National Dialogue Series, you know. Afidian Duo, Senia, Fibia, Fagana, for how Nimpany Fua, a woman in Diasin Kunya Penny Puma Sibreno, Afi, Yasha Sanitation, Nanon Nayanin, say, achieving the SDG goals on environment and sanitation in Ghana. The way forward, Shia Filippo Sabos, who all been in a pamphlet, Abra, Woman Komutia Pam, one solutions, Papa, Ama Environment and Sanitation Issues in Ghana, Ecosi, Sen National Dialogue Series 2023, and Basso Friday, 10th November. Ewa Kumasi, Trump Assembly Hall, 2 p.m. Kuma Umahene, Dr. Parima Safo Chenebua Kodriana Beyajumadiye Chayamai. Special Guest of Honor, Honorable Frida Prempe, Minister of Sanitation and Water Resources. Ashanti Regional Minister, Honorable Simon Osei Mensepa, Kumasi Mayor, Honorable Sampai, Youth Employment CEO, Ora Kofi Bai Japan, Dr. Henry Kwabina Kukufu, Executive Director, Environmental Protection Agency, MMDC, Waste Management Organizations, and Omoka Upi Neba, Ecosystem Dialogue Series 2023, 10th November, 2 p.m. Okumase, Prempa Assembly Hall, Ebeya Live Wasampa FM, so Adum TV, AdumOnline.com, and here social media platforms are all running in Aso, and you may go as yesterday, Ministry of Sanitation and Water Resources, Environmental Protection Agency, Youth Employment Agency, SNITC, Ewodachi, Fano Personal, Game Park Limited, Momula, More Power, Angel Cola, Love It, Narrow Drinking Water, Trust in Every Drop, Fearsome 3, Your Most Effective Daily Drive, Soccer Bear, your best bet for sports betting. Chroma Digital Solutions. Yeto Safro Biasamo Mekajumadi Uwe. Nenyefe. One Dirty No Biatnase. Ekosise National Dialogue Series 2023. Maesia. Amono. Also with us is the Chief Executive Officer of Petroleum Commission, Mr. Egbert Fabel, Jr. We are also joined by the Chief Director of the Ministry of Energy, Mrs. Wilhelmina Asamoah. We have with us the Deputy Minister for Energy and Member of Parliament of Efijakwabri South Constituency, Honorable William Oreku Edu. We have with us the Deputy Minister of Energy, Honorable Herbert Krapa. And as I mentioned earlier, we have with us the Honorable Minister for Energy and Member of Parliament for the Good People of Menshia South Constituency, Dr. Matthew Opoku Prempe. 
on that note, I will yield to Honorable Minister for his presentation and we'll come back for the second part. Thank you. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. One of the days my presentation is lost. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know what I'm going to do. Hadia. My presentation is lost too. Ah, it's with you. The saboteurs. And they couldn't find it. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the press fraternity. Uh, today is the Ministry of Energy's Day. Uh, by the Ministry of Information schedule and calendar. They've been pursuing us for a very long time. We thank God that today we've been able to avail ourselves. This week, uh, the Ministry of Energy has been extremely busy um, working on the good people of Ghana to continue to provide lights and petrol. The, so I'll start with a brief outline of the Ministry and what we occupying those positions they are doing and continue to do till uh, the day of accountability very soon. Um, the objectives of the ministry very, very simple. Uh, there are five fingers of the hand. Thank you. Thank you. Eventually. Five fingers on the hand. Uh, keeping the lights on. Keeping the nation moving. Increasing our share of petroleum resources needing increasing revenue from our natural resources, uh, participating fully and actively in the global conversation of energy transition, and also ensuring that as we seek to make Ghana prosperous and the individuals also prosperous, Ghanaian participation and Ghanaian content in the energy sector is well enshrined in the laws, the regulations, activities of our energy ministry and its agencies, especially the Petroleum Commission, the Energy Commission, and the National Petroleum Authorities. Like we said, we want to provide stable and realistically priced and universally accessible electricity and fulfill our SDG obligations. As of today, I can safely say that we are on course of the last mile with an electricity access rate of around 88.85. We are working hard to ensure availability and realistic prices of petroleum products into the Ghana market so that we don't have uh, 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 queues at the pumps and non-available petroleum. By increasing our petroleum revenue, we are seeking to give out more of our Ghana's acreage for exploitation so that we don't leave any assets stranded and Ghanaians going to benefit from our God-given natural resources. We are going to ensure that Ghana's energy transition happens on our terms because so far the conversation has been we were expecting people to pay and the people are not paying. They've, uh, they've upturned the polluter pays principle. Now they are saying those who haven't polluted should even pay more than those who have really caused the pollution. And like I said, 
we work, we get elected just because we are we decide to work on the, seek the welfare of the ordinary Ghanaian, and that should translate into everything that we do. I hope and wish and pray that more Ghanaians can even own from the upstream the acreages that we have, and not only participate as subcontractors and JV partners and glorified uh, second workers of international oil companies, because surely. That is the only way to distribute the wealth that God has put in our soils. In the area of power generation, we came to meet challenges to do with, I think that it has been said over and over again, and I wish I couldn't repeat it, or I wouldn't repeat it, but it's simple. Numerous take or pays, and its associated excess capacity payments, unsustainable government guarantees, uh, and inefficient thermal plants, meaning that the single cycle plants probably are being changed to dual fired uh, combined cycle uh, plants. This we have said repeatedly over the years how much it was costing the average Ghanaian to pay for this excess capacity. We were using energy and paying for it as well as paying for the one that we couldn't even use ourselves. What are we doing? We are just going through a process where we would prudently add generation capacity uh, because it has cost us and we have learned our lessons as a country that uh, signing PPAs willy-nilly would always result in payment willy-nilly. And if you don't have the money to pay willy-nilly, then you have to be sure that when you are adding generation, it is just to meet your ability to use it or utilize the energy and pay for it. Like I said, convert most of our single cycle plants to dual cycle plants or combined cycle plants. And also move from liquid fuel, which is more expensive, to gas, which is less expensive. And it does two things. Economically, it saves us tons of money. And environmentally, it's, it, it's a green credential um, um, fuel source. We also to increase to get to our SDG or climate goal of 10% of our energy mix being uh, renewable. So far, I think we are around 3.7% or thereabouts. And we want to increasingly, increasingly um, increase the footprint of renewable energies in the country. So what have we done, really? Um, we've extended, we've extended uh, the AXA power plant's tenure, the one in Tema, uh, for another 10, 15 years to continue to supply us the fuel. We've also signed a new PPA for generation in the middle belt of the country, 350. And um, VRA is also working hard to use, to reuse plants that we're not using in Kumasi to help stabilize the grid and ensure an efficiently run grid system. So what AXA and VRA are actively working in power generation in the central belt of the middle belt of the country, that is Kumasi. We are converting the KTTP, KTPP plant, 200 megawatts, and a Senate plant from an open cycle to a combined cycle. And VRA is retrofitting the T3 plant. Eventually, we are getting there, eventually. And that, see, when you have these plants back, it makes more, even more sense to find out when you need to increase generation from private sector because uh, somebody has to pay once you sign. 
And uh, if we can put all our plants that have been dormant or idle or combine it and improve the efficiency of the plants, it goes a long way to soften the prices for Ghanaians. Our share of solar has increased to 3.2, and the target is 10% by 2030. And I think we are doing a lot, and we will show very soon in that sector, to head towards our target by 2030. Um, yeah, we, are, we started an innovation in flota, floating solar using the... Uh, yesterday I heard that the surface, the surface uh, of Akosobo Dam, the surface is over 8,000 kilometers. That's what I was told. Oh, that's what I told Galeas. I don't know. <laughs> that's what I, I said. Imagine, imagine. Uh, it's, it's for also feeding, like aquaculture and fisheries. It's for tourism and it's for transport. But imagine we put solar on a sizable number uh, of the surface. We can increase our solar footprint hugely by, by hybridizing our dams because the investment we need to do in that sense, the uh, Bui, Pong, uh, Akosobo, and even some of the hydro uh, water, Ghana water dams, if we could cover some of the top spaces with solar, it will cost less, uh, less environmental degradation so we don't have to cut trees to put these solar panels. And then we can generate even more and even more. Power. So Bui and VRE are both pursuing it. I do know that Bui has even signed a new contract PPA to put another 5 megawatts on the floating solar and another 20 around the environments of Bui. We started and deployed in off-grid communities solar, solar wind uh, battery pack to give these island communities and far to reach areas where we cannot send um, national grid there, these off-grid communities. I think we have done three in that, that area. And as we speak, there's a tender going for 35 more of such off-grid communities in Ghana. We want to move street lightning from LED to only one solar. And we have trialed that in some parts of the country, and it's been successful. And we want to come to the situation where uh, street lights, there are no only solar. Uh, because it's outside, uh, in the only one solar, it's got a battery pack. In fact, some of the ones we've tried, it's got a self-cleaning mechanism there. So that uh, we, with, 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 with diodes, we can even program it to come on uh, in the evening, increase the luminosity or intensity when it's getting dark and reduce it or switch itself off when nobody is around. Uh, except when the thief is coming, then it comes. Because, uh, we are doing that. Uh, we have also lip, lifted the moratorium, Energy Commission, uh, working with them, we've lifted the moratorium that had been put on embedded generation, also for, for industry and for those who could generate solar within themselves and use it to feed themselves. We had put a moratorium on that, which we have uh, lifted. And we hope and pray that it all, all costs a ballooning or increasing in our solar uh, footprint. The ongoing utility-scale solar projects we have, like I said, BUI is not only doing 100, BUI is tackling solar seriously because we did the amendment of the BUI power law to give them access to do more solar. So they have acquired various sites around the country uh, to put the solar uh, cells there. BUI, together with VRA, have put together a comprehensive package to not only deploy as much solar, maybe in the order of 2,000 megawatts going up, but also to improve the grid, because if you know Ghana very well, 
where we can deploy a lot of solar, that is where the grid is also poorest. So we want to combine uh, that if we are acquiring solar, we should also improve the grid and put substations there so that we can wheel around these green molecules. But, uh, the, the, not only the 4, min, 4 megawatts that is already installed, they've assigned a new one for another 5 megawatts that is coming on board uh, with a company in UAE called Infinity. Um, VRE, I think, has completed the phase two of the Calio project, and they are even in thinking about expanding it further uh, along working with the German uh, government and the German uh, system. We have got money from European Union and KFW for 22 megawatts of government goes solar, where solar is being provided to government or public facilities. Uh, I do know that my ministry is busy engaging some of the universities and secondary schools and the hospitals to install these solar projects that becomes like just embedded. If you, can't, if you just imagine the secondary schools we all attended, we use very, very little electricity in secondary schools because the, we have lights out at 10 and we wake up at 5 or 6. We don't have air conditions in secondary schools. Even our cars were bullshakers. Our cars were bone shakers. And, and um, so we, secondary schools are the best place to put solar because then you can generate, and not only generate, you can even export some of that solar into the uh, system. We have also received $85 billion in a project called Scaling Up Renewable Energy Program, and we have commenced 67.8 megawatts of installed capacity to be added through the 35-minute grids I announced that we have already advertised, and 12,000 net-metered solar PV and 1,450 solar home systems for off-grid homes and public institutions. The three-minute grids I just said in the Adar East District that we receive funding from the Swiss is ongoing. Currently, as we speak, the energy mix in Ghana both IPPs and VRE and solar uh, in that proportions that we have shown. Uh, what I can announce is that we are growing at our electricity consumption rate of about 10% per year. And, we are, uh, and the unmet demand, uh, people who are improving, becoming more prosperous under Nana Adodankwa Kufado's government. We see it in various ways, even though people might not say it explicitly. We see it in various ways, like when you travel around the country, if you look at the number of houses that have started having satellite dishes on them, meaning they are watching DSTV. Uh, most of them fortunately support Manchester United, so I'm very, very happy. Uh, but you see it across the country, in villages that you'll be surprised. Uh, using the electricity for productive uses, right? Um, everywhere. I, I, I made a visit somewhere north, and I was, as I was sitting in my car, and I was observing. Even the mud houses that we had, I saw some with air conditions. The mud houses, the advantage is that it's even cooler where you live in. But people had air conditions and, 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 and DSTV mud. It shows that prosperity is spreading around. It is not a matter of only, because once you start and you take the national grid, that is why we are hoping that by next year, we'll have hit our SDG goal of 90% access rate in Ghana to make us universally access. We all hope we, 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 we get there. But as you spread energy everywhere, you increase productivity everywhere. 
and people become richer. They can even sell Lotto. They can do everything uh, digitally now uh, in as rural a place as, as it comes. So we've been adding generations systematically since we, we came into office from 2017, and the chart will show what we are trying to do across the country. In the area of power transmission, we realized that we spoke, and that was one of the first places I visited as an energy minister. Our congested network, some of them were 1950s and 40s and 60s, and there's a huge program to improve and consolidate and stabilize our grid systems. Because if you can generate as much as you want, if you cannot wheel it across where it is needed efficiently and reliably, you get the problem. Uh, and we're getting more problems because we're producing much and we're not wheeling at least efficiently across the country. Our, our grid was very, very unstable. And because we are on a system side that one, when one side trips, you get a blackout in the country. Now we are facing a double Kwame. Now we have put everybody on gas. As soon as one gas, the gas uh, uh, inlets shut one, then all the power systems that we have, our generating systems, go off. So that is why if people see lights out when they go out now, it is more extensive than previously because previously the liquid fuels were in the various thermal plants scattered around, right? So if one thermal plant goes on, the other liquid fuel thermal plants would also be firing. But now we link all these plants with one pipeline supplying gas. Uh, it's not like the cylinders in our house. So it goes through the tubes and goes around. So once you have a major cut at one end, the devastation is horrendous. And we don't have enough gas for our generation as we speak. We don't have enough gas. Uh, because we are so much dependent upon somebody providing you the gas, and the gas wants you to pay, we are the beck and call of the West Africa gas pipeline. If you don't give them their money on time, they cut you. Or they restrict your ability to even put your own gas through the system. So as we speak, this is a major challenge for us that from the West, we have gas there we cannot put in because West Africa Gas Power System Pipeline Company is not allowing us, it's restricting us. And that's why sometimes we find that there are challenges with power uh, networks. We are talking about right of way encroachment. When you go and visit the grid in East Ligon, where the rich people live, you will see what I mean by encroachment. People are building houses right under these power transmission system, and it is scary uh, what I pass around. What are we doing in the distribution and uh, transmission area? Uh, we are constructing new transmission lines uh, at Chiwata Malam, Fumase Kintampo section, uh, and we are also handling the encroachments. We've done new box supply points at Kasua uh, 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 and Pukuase. That has contributed so much. What, what Ghanaians are so appreciative that they've changed their terminology, not even from DUMSO to DUMCACA, which we introduced, but now it has moved from DUMCACA to Isiotokrana Kanyanisiso. Ghanaians are appreciative, and once we work hard, Ghanaians will do acknowledge that the government is doing something. I've showed in that slide up uh, the various transmission lines. Next slide. Next slide. The various transmission lines. In the middle belt, the western corridor, which is the green, the central corridor, which is the black or B, the eastern corridor, which is the C, and the coastal corridor. And we are doing improvements in all this 
all in the sense of making sure that the little that we generate, we can distribute it or we can transmit it efficiently to ECG and NEDCO in all parts of the country. So already in place is the 330 kVA across Mountain Line to strengthen the transmission network. The Western Corridor Systems, the A, the one that is painted green, that had, was constructed in 1960s. Uh, we, have cons we, have, we have agreed commercially with our funders to improve it and to replace the old line and improve it. We've also completed feasibility studies in the third box supply point in Kumase. People are consuming electricity. And it shows in one way that you need to increase your bulk supply points to be able to bring in more electricity in the areas that they are doing. We are doing, thinking about the fact, I know that the Germans have been pushing us a lot. They've provided the funding. It's left with our ability to sign off uh, to do this 300 bulk supply point in Kumasi and in Dunkwa, and also do the starting fire compensation system, the one we have in Pukwase, that stabilizes the system uh, locally in, uh, in Ahojo in Kuwasi. We've also done the feasibility studies, like I said, on the coastal corridor to strengthen it uh, and also link Malam. There's a small break between Malam and Pukuyase, which we have to do, and also improve the transmission capacity from around Nakosobu to Temo. In the power sector, in the distribution... Firstly, when there was light off, you could blame Gridco or you could blame VRA. But now, <laughs> I don't know. People, the power systems, <laughs> it's become like a consumer service system now, right? What do Ghanaians need? Many more people are clamoring for meters than anything in this country. The single biggest thing is meter, 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 meter. And it's also because, you see, those of us who live in passenger houses, right? If there's one meter or one meter, we pay for the landlord and the wives and the children and everything. They don't rationalize, right? So you pay a lot. And then we have a very, very punitive measure for consuming electricity. The more you consume, the higher you pay, right? It's not like petrol where if your car is 100 gallons, one gallon is 10 cities, it's 10,000. The, the power sector, it was not like that. If you consume more than 10, you pay one CD. Between 10 and 20, you pay two CDs. And when they start calculating the two CDs, it doesn't start from 11. It comes back to start 20, two CDs. But it's uh, 21 to 30, three CDs. But once you get into that bracket, 21 to 30, you don't pay that 10 CDs. You can't pay three CDs from one ECG. But that was the system that we inherited, and that is what we have struggled to work with PURC to change. And we are changing it to the extent that now the industry or commercial users are not paying even as higher as they used to pay. Ghana, it was punitive to enter into industry or commerciality using electricity because you kept paying more. But we've reversed that. And the next bit of the uh, tr uh, transformational thing we want to do with PURC is to even make sure that... Tally, Promote the use of electricity, right? Because now if we don't use, we pay. So get people to use, but build them fairly. 
and make sure that if one kilowatt is 10 cities, one kilowatt is 10 cities. If the person uses 1,000, it's 10 times 1,000. If the person uses 100, it's 10 times 100. That is where we want to structure. So we have reduced the mass within the PRC range, and, and we've, 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 we've gotten a lot of uh, kudos with the industry because they thought we couldn't ever do that, but we have done it. See, under the Nabidankos for this government, things that people think are improbable happen. But we still suffer from high losses, both technical and commercial, and the duration and frequency of power outages are very, very minimal. Like I said, it is now in Tokra. Somebody engaged me two weeks ago because the power was out for 45 minutes in the person's house. As soon as it was out, the person called, Hey, Napoleon Kania. But this was the person who lost out of her business because some, under some previous government, for four years, he couldn't get electricity to do that. He couldn't pay for fuel for generation. Sometimes you wish, you wish that we could leave that period for one month and come into this period and so that people won't talk again. But I cannot wish that for Ghanaians. We want the lights to be on. When you want it, when you switch prayer, it comes. When you switch off, it goes. But we want people to be more considerate in using energy efficient devices so that we don't waste uh, power. But when you look at the system energy losses per the ECG document they gave me, when you look at collection losses, the first red line up, they've been increasing the collection losses from 2017 to 2022 or 2023 as today. <laughs> Nobody understands this, right? Because no matter what we are doing, no matter how much you collect, you are losing it through these losses. Uh, and um, it's becoming a sticky point, and we have to find a way of dealing with this. Because if you look at how much we are paying for excess capacity, and look at how much we are not collecting, or we are losing to you are selling. So if I was a Fanta seller, from every 100 bottles I sell, I cannot account for 28. How are you going to get profit? How much is on a Fanta bottle to make profit? Working with ECG, we are doing a lot of transformational activities with them, digitizing the system. Uh, you know, ECG was hacked there. We, do, we don't talk about it. But ECG was hacked. Whether it was external or internal, it was hacked. And that, there was a lot of losses that became you know, ECG was hacked there. We, do, we don't talk about it. But ECG was hacked. Whether it was external or internal, it was hacked. And that, there was a lot of losses that came out because of the hack. And it's all because we are introducing innovation into the system. Now, nearly 70% of the people are paying through the ECG app. They are bringing out more meters, working with the companies that produce meters in Ghana to bring out more meters. All because if you lose over 2 billion or 2.5 billion Ghana cities, which is equivalent of about $220 million, you very soon lose the moral rights to ask Ghanaians to pay more. For those of us who are willing to pay, if our bills start going up, we get very, very, very worried. But so we are handling it through what ECG, the work ECG is doing. I didn't quite catch that. Please. Really? 
So when we started this revenue drive, when we started this revenue drive, unfortunately, unfortunately, coincidentally, ECG remembered that there was a building called Ministry of Energy. And I understand they came to cut us. But the irony of this is that the Ministry of Energy is on prepayment meters. Every government public thing should go on prepayment. The exceptions should not be the rule. Right? Hospitals will go on prepayment, except dangerous areas in hospitals like theaters and, and things. But the monetary has to be prepayment. Because <laughs> they make more money in the monetary than anywhere in the hospital. Especially if you are in Eastern Region Monetary or Ashanti Region Monetary or Greater Accra Region Monetary. We put dead bodies in fridges for a very, very long time. And, and it's, never, it's never been free. So if you look at one of the businesses people are doing, they are mortuaries. They are putting a mortuary. Every government hospital, private person will come and say, can I come and put a mortuary here? Because Charlie, we want to bury our, our dead with face coat and everything. So they need to be refrigerated. So ECG, in order to account for electricity it puts in an area, is doing what we call uh, boundary metering. Right? So that they know that if a boundary is, say, within a region, they know that in the region called Ashanti, they brought, say, a thousand megawatts of energy. That thousand should equate to a certain amount of money, and that they are folding up to see why are they not collecting that money. If they can account for the thousand, ECG will be fair and right. All my agencies are fighting, okay, okay, the big agencies I have are fighting with ECG because they all want money, 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 money. So everybody should contribute to ECG being able to collect more money and reduce the ability of losing it through technical losses. So they finished nine operational regions. They have started with the district metering, and they are thinking of how to deploy 16,000 distribution transformers. Because when you are in the rural area and don't have light, it's one thing. But when you are in the urban area, and your light is coming fair thing, it's another thing. So in certain parts of Accra, it's just because the lines are congested, the transformers are overloaded, and so it's, cut, it's doing cutouts in very areas. Like I can mention lots of areas in Accra that is over-congested and in Kumasi, especially the business areas. Uh, and we are trying to improve the capacity of the transformers there to be able to serve Ghanaians better. So I've talked about we do the revenue tax force. We have been able through the little that ECG have done, because we expect them to do more, to improve the revenue collections from in a month from 480 million to 1.1 billion. As soon as my agency is here, everybody writes a letter, pay me, pay me. And one of my agencies here is here, he's writing, because I know that today, you write to me that ECG owes me, and I mean GMPC, ECG owes you a lot, right? Yeah. So when you hear them praising themselves for 1.1 billion, you want it to reflect in your accounts. <laughs> so, but there's a lot that ECG has to do to make the system even better. Um, through the use of the app, like I said, we are collecting records amount. Ghanaians are willing to pay, especially if you give them the correct service. I don't know, Ghana is one of the few countries that people will go and queue for, come and put a prepayment meter in my house. 
Actually, people are paying bribes to get prepayment meters. And yet, still, we cannot provide enough prepayment meters. And prepayment meter means you, the person has even paid before using. I don't know the business model that nobody would love like that. So ECG must improve on its things. And they are doing very, very well going digital, using app, going from house to house. They even sometimes send the minister wearing a reflective jacket to people's offices, especially the recalcitrant customers. Then they show my nose and my face. But it is in the work and in the interest of Ghanaians. Because ECG is a key thing in the value chain of power system in this country that if we don't all work together to improve ECG, we should forget. We will start losing power not because it's just because ECG can collect. It can pay its uh, upstream customers and we are, we, are, we, are, we are short in that sense. So we should all help ECG. And we are helping ECG improve their, like I said, going through uh, what we had with them with the revenue tax force and loss reduction strategies. They need meters like crazy. I think I heard ECG say that they are short of about 1.5 million meters. People who are not metered alone are hovering around that figure. And those who have been on meters that have also gone their cell by, they've like expired and they are using it. I don't know how the energy goes through. But there are lots of parts of this country where most of the meters don't work. They are supposed to provide energy and record, but I'm not sure what they do. So they are now deploying uh, meter management systems and, on smart meters so that either remotely they can actually tell how much you are consuming. They have even tried in collection bring a flat rate that if they don't connect you, cry every month, pay 400. That is a difficult one that I don't understand. How they are able to do that? Because once the person puts his name, oh, oh maybe you. Oh, maybe you. But they are doing everything to collect as much as they can for the energy that they distribute. And interestingly, Ghanaians are also participating. This flat rate metering is bringing hundreds of thousands of people onto, onto the ECG system who had never been on ECG system. They don't have meters, but they were sense that one month maybe you pay 400 cities. And people are willing to pay because people don't want the electricity for free because they know it is not for free. It's up to ECG to build them correctly and Ghanaians would pay. We've done a lot, we've completed a lot of distribution transformer systems and supply stations in Legon, in Confanoche, in the military hospitals and the hospitals generally that we are building. You cannot build a hospital and not put a transformer or a substation there depending on the size of the hospital. And when you look at the agenda, 111 government is rolling out. It will need a lot of transformers and a lot of generating stations, uh, uh, substations to enable them to function effectively. ECG sister company Netco. Uh, we are also constructing more substations in Sunyani, Techiman, and Wa, uh, switching stations and improving the remote net, uh, digital footprints of Netco system. Netco, even though it's small, even though it's bleeding, even though it's on the uh, Oliviary keeps Netco where it is, uh, it also covers the largest part of the country. So Netco is really suffering, and, 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 and the reform agenda that cabinet has, uh, has approved might mean we have to link Netco and ECG to have one distributor in the country so that they can support each other and roll out better distribution systems uh, in the country. 
So even though NEPCO is bleeding, a huge number of houses in NEPCO areas were not paying electricity. Uh, so we went there, and I was hosted by Diana. Uh, it was a lovely ceremony. I enjoyed the Yana ceremony than the revenue tax force I went to inaugurate. Because <laughs> that was full of phrases. Uh, tell you, if you go and do a revenue tax force, people look at you double, double. It's like I said, we've, we've done well. That is the Yana, the overlord of double, when we went there. And we went to Yendi to switch on lights. We have extended electricity to lots of parts of the north, and we are still doing I think that. We have, a, we have a, an aim, a mission, a vision in this country to put electricity in every part of the country. And we were in Yendi to do that. But my smoke, uh, I want the new one. <laughs> I want the new ones with different colors. So, Fatty, uh, give me different. Uh, next slide. You see what we are doing with our electricity access rate. I think we are, well, 88 points. 88, not 0.85, 88.85. And, uh, and, uh, and our goal under the SDG and our climate agenda is to get to at least 90 by 2030. Ghana is doing well. 90 by 2030. That is what we set for ourselves. But we do want that by the his time, His Excellency, Danado Danko Kufadu, to exit, uh, we should have hit the 90. Uh, MPP government delivers and delivers very well. So, DOMCSA, like I said, uh, we've gone past DOMCSA. We are at Isisu. So, you have to find a, a better term. We've gone past DOMCSA. We are still working on the systems, like I've said and I've acknowledged. But the reliability of the electricity that we are enjoying has never happened in the history of this country. So the generators would continue to refurbish and maintain. I just realized yesterday when I was being educated that the retrofitting of VRE machines in Akosombo and Pong alone has extended the longevity of the plant for another 30 years. Right? And putting new turbines and making it better, even generates a little bit ton more of better electricity. Let's, let's start for VRE. The power plants, we have a certain committee as we speak. They are in Akosobu. They are in Akosobu planning because different IPPs have different maintenance uh, schedules. And because we are, we are, we are producing uh, the demand and supply, is on edge, right? We are even demanding more than we can generate or supply now. So we, we set up a committee with all the players in there to tell us when they want to maintain so that government can make arrangements and if we have to procure liquid fuel, we can see the lack time and procure it so that we don't get massive disruptions, right? We've had a private sector industry player developing a huge refinery, yeah, yeah just next to the nation's refinery in Tema, right? The last bit they want to do is to connect to the West Africa gas pipeline for gas. They've written that they want to do is this coming Sunday. And it might mean that they have to shut gas for that period they want to do it. So, so if we are going to do that, if we have the resources, 
uh, we had to buy liquid fuel so that we could give it to the, those plants that are dual fired to be able to. But we are working with them so that it will lead to very minimal interruptions uh, to the Canadian citizenry comes up. But when they do it, we also get the benefits of a refinery in country, refining petroleum products, decreasing the pressure on the foreign reserves or the dollar, and it all goes to help Ghanaians. And the many more Ghanaians also get employment. So sitting in the Ministry of Energy, we have to balance and make sure that whatever we do incrementally helps deliver a better, reliable, more efficient, affordable system to the Ghanaians. So we are going to support both private and public to deliver. So see the lovely cars. We are at the petroleum downstream. Perry, uh-huh. Perry is here. They, they, they have been charged to look and ensure that the quality and the quantity of petrol that we buy are just right, at a price Ghanaians can afford. In the history of this country, petrol is only at the now the Dunkirk's government is when petroleum prices hit 22 cities plus and has come down to as low as 13 cities and below. It's never happened. Because we all had the trade and industry minister pleading with traders to reduce prices. Yesterday, I was told that the brand of maize, the price has halved from 600 to 300 cities. But the size of KK and the price of KK has not halved. Petroleum sector, thanks to the good work MPA is doing, when we introduced gold for oil, we reduced the bedding on our foreign exchange, and then we were able to determine and regulate the prices better for Ghanaians. And that is why we vote for governments, to solve our problems. So the burden of high petroleum prices, the burden of an affordable petrol price, the burden of reliable petrol when you go to the gas station, is such that we have to thank MPA for doing fantastic work. Because whereas in the last two years, three years, even European countries shot petrol and there were queues and prices went all over the place, we in Ghana didn't suffer that. And even when we started suffering it, we could introduce policy. And that is the purpose of a government, to introduce policy that benefits everybody, for everybody and not the few. So the work of MPA has a direct bearing on truck price, college trucks, STC, aeroplane, and fisherfolk. Because fisherfolk use petrol. And we subsidize petrol to about 50 or 60 percent subsidies since 2016. Actually, it's come down because now getting these things for doing premix is more difficult. So we moved from 22.7 Ghana cities per liter to low as low as almost half, 13 cities around this time. Sometimes people forget that when it got to that stage, people were even planning demonstrations to the Ministry of Energy. But now that it has halved, people are enjoying it forgetfully. That is the work of some people that has allowed us to do what we are doing. What are some of the things we have done to ensure availability of petroleum products? First, when it started going up, when it started creeping, we realized that we have to speak to Bank of Ghana to make dollars available at a certain rate because the MPOs are not using what we call the forward pricing. And the forward pricing, the worst thing about the forward pricing is what it ensured reliability of the fuel because if you don't give, allow them forward prices, they're not going to bring the product. But it meant that if they brought the product in at $10 a liter, 
They don't sell it at 11, me added their profit one. They sell it at 13. Because by the time they sell and collect, they don't think the economy... So we went to the Bank of Ghana, and it did sustain the system for a few months, and then we got into crisis again, and that's when we introduced the gold foil that ensured the drastic reduction in prices that we have had in this country. So we're working with everybody, the private sector, the public sector. The BOST and GO are the main main bodies that are bringing the gold foil and supplying with true BDCs to every uh, um, Ghanaian living in Ghana. We've also allowed some of the international oil traders to have a space in Ghana, to have a tank that belongs to them, to be able to come and put the fuel, not on the high seas, but in the country, and have title to those fuel, not at any uh, 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 tax-free system. So some have come, some have applied, and we renew the application every year, except to say these international oil traders cannot sell directly into the Ghanaian market. They have to go through the BDCs. If you allow them to sell directly through the Ghanaian market, all the BDCs will collapse. And lots of Ghanaians will be put out of jobs. This is a government that is creating more access to jobs, not depriving us of jobs. We've shown how automotive gas oil price has decreased over, over, over the period. What are we also doing? As we speak on the floor of Parliament now, from here, we are all going, some of us are going back to Parliament. We have amended the MPA Act to ensure that Ghanaian content and local participation that are said is in the Act so that they can say, look, tell us, do we need foreigners to now come and own patrol filling stations? Do we need foreigners to come and haul petrol from Accra to Bupe? Some of these industries we have to domesticate, if Mr. Domestication of blessed memories around. And domestication is what we mean by local content or Ghanaian content and Ghanaian participation. Sub-areas in the downstream should not be left to foreigners. Those who are here, we, hope, we, we pray they stay, but more Ghanaians should participate. So MPA from here, we are going there. We, we, we have also acquired the land for petroleum hub to bring in more refineries and petrochemical industries in some parts in the western uh, region. Um, we also decided for the fisher folk, because the subsidy in the premix had gone up as high as 84, 85%, and it's becoming unbearable. Government could not pay. So if you don't pay the people who are supplying the premix, they were also not delivering. It's simple. So we are working with the Ministry of Fisheries and Aquaculture and ensuring that um, the prices will go low a bit. And that is why we introduced condensate as part of the premix admixture to bring the prices and the subsidy down to where it is. Also, one of our climate goals, one of the Ghana goals here, is to ensure that by 2030, LPG for cooking and LPG for domestic and LPG for commercial use, we hit a rate of about 50%. So we are introducing LPG 
cook stoves, LP, a lot of things. Even most cars now, the taxi drivers have converted it themselves. But we all want to make sure that the commercial vehicles can use compressed natural gas or use LPG as they use. And also make sure that LPG is everywhere. If you know how to cook, and we give you LPG stove or firewood that you have to go and look for yourself. I think every person, everybody will choose LPG. But it's just, we have to work such that we can produce the LPG at the way that traditionally our mothers go and buy charcoal. They don't buy bags of charcoal for home because, one, they don't have refrigerators in their houses to even cook and store. So we cook and eat fast food. That is the average Ghanaian. Cook and eat, right? So if we are going to introduce LPG, it should be such that they'll be able to cook and eat. So MPA is working with the introduction of the CRM, which they launched and quickly doing, uh, rolling out. That people might not have to, if you want LPG for starters, your, it will be exchanged. So there will be, instead of the Aboboyas carrying human beings, the Boboyas can be turned into commercial vehicles that will distribute LPG amongst houses. So when it's empty, they come to you, they repeat. And we are even trying to introduce technology where you may not have to pay, right? When you are coming to use, you punch card. The Ghanaians know how to use these mobile for payment. I didn't know that there were so many businesses registered on mobile phones. So I was wondering, ah, if somebody calls you at this business, so I didn't know because when you when you receive Momo on a business day, you don't pay your one percent levy. So because of one percent levy, every guardian has become a businessman on the mobile phone. So that when you transfer, they don't have to pay the one percent levy. It's good. It's good. If it will lead to GRE raising more money, let's find a way of all the businesses of mobile phones paying one percent, not the levy. So you can shift it, right? Because now Ghanaians own a lot of businesses. So the cylinder recirculation model that has been on the drawing board for a long time. MPA has done a lot of work uh, with, the, with the industry to be able to roll it out. I did say that we want to increase our petroleum resources, and I've said so. And what have we achieved? We have achieved a new 30,000 barrels per day that we haven't done in the country for a very long time. And the president went to commission the new Jubilee Southeast that comes to the work done by PC and GMPC. I think we should clap for them, right? Nanadu was accused that he hasn't added a drop. Nanadu was accused that he didn't add a drop. Not only have we answered them with the 30,000 barrels, historically they added zero. When it's accountability, we'll talk about that. We are not afraid. We'll talk about that. We have the record. Also, we did acquire 7% more of somebody who was selling out of uh, his participation interest in one of our fields. And GMPC is husbanding that money and using it to improve uh, the activities of Ghana, Ghanaians, and themselves. So we continue, especially in the line of energy transition, to want to give out more, more equities for people to come and exploit. So what have we done? Instead of protracted negotiations, we are turning all the PAs into templates in the sense that model PAs that Parliament would approve very soon. So when you come, it's like shading the lotto or scratch card. As soon as you scratch it, you put the percentage. 
So GMPC, you know, is 10% or 15%. I don't know. If you scratch, it comes. So the physicals are known so that we don't waste our time negotiating. If it's financial stability, it is there. You will see it. You take, you go. If it's uh, decompens- uh, what do you call it? decommissioning, it is there. It is in the regulation. It's not now that you are going to Pukudankwe's office or Egbert Fable's house or something. You know, it's all transparently displayed. So that, and we are doing one for the ultra deep, one for the deep, and one for the shallow water. I think PC has done that work, and I think it's with the Attorney General going through so that the legislation too, we will pass that legislation before his Excellency Arado Dankwekufad leaves office. So we are, we are doing a lot of work uh, in that to make sure that people come and they don't have to come and see me in my house or anywhere. You see, Fili Kadochi, what you see is what you get, right? GMPC has done a lot of work in the Voltaire Basin. Two areas that oil were found in this country first were all of the land. I think in 1896, somewhere in Axim, Western region. And in 1966, somewhere in the OT, OT area. But our commercial fines have always been under the sea. So as we speak, GMPC, oh, sorry, Petroleum Commission is coming out with the terms and physicals for when we find oil on the land. Surely it is coming. The activities of GMPC in the Voltaire Basin and private individuals in other parts of the country are all looking very, 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 very positive. But the game will change if we start exploiting oil on land. The game will change. It will be a different ball game. Because the, the chiefs who see that the, you are flaring or firing will come for their royalties. So we've thanked the Petroleum Commission to come up with something that will also improve Ghanaian participating in onshore, uh, on land, on land, on land. Okay, so I should stop so that we can do the QA. Okay. They say I should stop. So, okay. so like I said, uh, we, are, we are working hard to increase our reserves, and we will continue to do that. I'm told that the, only the 7% we acquired has accrued almost $300 million over the year that they started uh, collecting. But the $300 million is not all for, for, for central government or for GAPC, because they use some in paying uh, their contribution uh, contributions as it comes uh, well. So GMPC is doing well in that direction. And we want to even acquire more. The Peckham field has also been taken over and I know that as we speak they are in the market looking for FPSOs and rigs to start drilling. And I'm sure GMPC is smiling. The first time you have smiled today you are going to get more money out of the Peckham, 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 Peckham field. You see, when we started commercially exploiting crude or oil, we said that there should be no flaring. Ghana has its environmental standards long before some of the noises that we are hearing around the world. We said no flaring. That was the policy. That, uh, that is why government forced the, uh, the Jubilee partners to develop the Atuabo plant even before they start exporting. It delayed. It delayed. So there was a need to allow them to flare. But we are going back to no flaring. 
And uh, Jubilee Field has promised us that between this year and next year, 10 and Jubilee, they'll have no flaring. So we are working. No flaring means that we get more of our gas resources to help power the electricity uh, uh, sector. Last year, and very soon we are going to COP. Last year, we did a COP at uh, Sharm El Sheikh, uh, and that is where Ghana is one of the few countries in Africa that has been able to launch an energy transition plan. Our plan is simple. That if nobody brings us money, we still have to go through the transition systems. Because for health and other reasons, it's in our interest to do it. And we felt that we can go through our transition and transit by 2070 with no help from nobody. Because if you don't plan it that way, from 2015, when they promised $100 billion per year, nothing has come. So if you sit and wait, watchful waiting does not help in the polluter pace who has invented that principle. So we've done that. And we did it, and we worked with SC for all, Sustainable Energy for All, a UN agency, to improve our transition plan and make sure that we could go to the market also to look for money. So where the money comes, it becomes bonus, and we can fast-track a lot of things that we are doing. So we liked it last year. And in this year, at UN General Assembly, and very soon at COP, the president will launch the energy transition investment plan as well so that anybody can see what we intend to do and also support those who support all these green funds and climate funds and loss and damage funds. We are already prepared uh, to exploit uh, that. I'm sure the last bit I want to say is one of the things that everybody, it affects you every day, is all human beings must eat. Everybody must eat every day. Even if you fast, you break and you eat. And water is part of food, so don't get me wrong and say you only drink water. The nutritionists tell us water is part of food, vitamins are part of food. So everybody eats. And that is a big, one of the biggest polluters we have found. Poor cooking systems, using firewoods and charcoals, and it's causing, uh, we, are, we are eroding, our, we are cutting all our trees. And, and interestingly, in Ghana, we get our charcoal from where there are not enough trees. Fatih, yeah, you get it. There are no trees there, but they are cutting the little that is there. So government working through the Ministry of Land and Natural Resources is doing a lot of afforestation products. But the Ministry of Energy is also supporting that through improved cook stoves that burn more efficiently and does things far better. So the LPG and improved cook stoves, what is the Ministry of, Ghana, Ministry of Energy is trying to deploy. And so far we have deployed over 500,000 cook stoves uh, into the system. And we have signed MOUs with other agencies that want to support us uh, with more cook stoves. We have 1.5 million uh, MOU signed for 1.5 million improved cook stoves. And uh, to use a cook stove in a student's kitchen is better than putting the firewood, uh, with my experience. The last bit, two things that are happening, is that last year, the Energy Commission, working with the Ministry and other agency players, uh, came up with the standards for using the charges that we use for uh, electric vehicles. And this year in COP28, the Transport Ministry would unveil Ghana's electric vehicle 
policy. That electric vehicle policy, we want even the public sector to take, even take more on the best. Already, Ghanaian truck, truck drivers and taxi drivers have started the revolution of using gas. And I went for a demonstration in Moving Peak last year, and I was surprised that currently there are 17,000 electric vehicles in this country. One, seven, thousand. Ghanaians are found. They've gone. Because it makes economic sense with some of these fleet operators who used FM bus to transport workers in Tema, Accra, and things to industry. I sat in one, and I said, why did you do it? He said, Minister, I was paying over 5,000 cities a month for fuel because I was shuttling workers everywhere. And when I started using my first electric vehicle, it was costing me 300 cities. So what did he do? He imported 18 more, and I'm sure by now he has imported 50. You cannot compete on that scale with anybody, right? So Ghanaians are bringing it. I've seen Teslas in Accra. I sat in the lab. Okay. And when you, when you are a car, you fancy cars and you observe, you go on the net. And see. Most of the cars that are coming out are now EV vehicles. You see Mercedes 300, Mercedes 500. And I said, wow, I can, I can drive 500 kilometers before I charge. That means I can go to Kumasi. I mean, when I'm running away, it's Kumasi I'm going. I, 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 I mean. So I can go. So we are promoting EV. And I'm sure in the budget we'll hear more from government about how we are promoting EV. We don't want to pollute because those of us who suffer from asthma, sometimes when I was a kid and I was sitting in a truck truck going from home to school, right? You go and follow behind the car and the exhaust fumes, to 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 then my asthma kicks in. Poor me. We don't want that. We want our children to go to school safe and breathe good air. And government, I think government should make sure that we promote EV vehicles more and punish diesel cars and to 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 cars. Right. So government should bring in the incentives. And I can announce to you that we are in a market looking for our first nuclear power plant. And we've gone the site. The vendors have come. I didn't know that when somebody was courting you, it was the best time of your life. But I'm being courted by everybody because everybody wants to build Ghana's first power plant, nuclear power plant. The Chinese, the the French, the Americans, the Russians are all hovering around. I, I'm spoiled for choice, you see. And so my sisters have been enjoying something they've not been telling us for a very, very, very long time. <laughs> but you know my biggest fear? The partnership of a nuclear power plant lasts longer than marriage. And the, that one, you, you can't exercise the right to leave. Is a partnership for life because the average, the average lifespan of a nuclear power plant is 60 years. And when you maintain it all right, you add another 40 years. In fact, all nuclear power plants that were started, except those that were decommissioned because people were afraid, they are all in existence. And the current generation of nuclear power plants are fantastic. It is the safest form of energy we have, we have seen in life. And it gives us better base load even than Akusubu. Because Akusubu, if the climate changes, it changes. 
We, there was a time we were praying for water into Akuzumbu. Now the water is running over. Right? But a nuclear power plant gives you stable electricity at an affordable price. So we should cut the government, and all governments, I must say, from Kwame Nkrumah to today, have all pushed the agenda of a nuclear power plant. Ghana is one of the most prepared countries in Africa for a nuclear power plant. There are only two countries in Africa, Egypt and South Africa. Surely, they are not popularizing it because it was not Ghana that started. If it was Ghana, ah, like every African country will have a nuclear power plant. If we want to achieve our sustainable development goals, our climate goals, the best energy source to decarbonize the environment is nuclear power plant. And sure, Ghana will be one of the participant countries. Thank you. Another round of applause for Honorable Minister. The, the presentation has been so interesting. I say, I was thinking, if Minister is my lecturer, why will I miss class? The insights, the breakdown, the humor, and everything was just masterfully delivered. Thank you once again. But uh, there is something very profound that Honorable Minister said that I'm taking with me. I even had to quote it. And I quote, he says, as you send energy everywhere, you increase productivity everywhere, which leads to prosperity for all. The clarity of vision and direction to get every Ghanaian home electricity, every Ghanaian business electricity is so admirable. And we can only encourage you to keep it up. There's been so many interesting things that Minister has given us today, and I cannot even believe that. M94.7. Um, they, they are doing so much in terms of uh, maintenance, in terms of renewable energy, in terms of power distribution. They are doing so much as well to cut uh, technical losses, uh, to cut commercial losses. But on our part, we can only commit to pay our bills and refrain from illegal connections so that as they are addressing issues of transmission losses, as they are addressing other issues that will help us keep the lights on. We do our part as patriotic citizens uh, to make sure we always keep the lights on. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, let me acknowledge all the TV stations and radio stations that are picking uh, this press briefing live. If you joined us from the comfort of your homes or offices, we are live on GTV, Metro TV, City TV, Asempire FM, Adum TV, Movement TV, Kesben TV, ABC News GH, and streaming on Facebook at Ministry of Information. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, if you have any question for Honorable Minister and his team, you can show by hand. We will take one round because uh, we, we may not have much time. But five questions for this round. You mention your name and affiliation and then proceed to ask your question. Okay, I can see Kors hand. I can see Musa. Okay. And the third. Okay. And Nana. Okay. Okay, sure.
All right, thank you very much, Honorable Minister. My name is Akko Moses, um, a reporter for Bloomberg. Honorable, with three oil fields, which are kindly, producing... Kindly, kindly speak up. Okay. Um, with three oil fields that are also producing gas, how far have we come with utilization of our gas resource? And are you happy with what we've been able to do so far with that? Uh, my second query has to do with the Acre Energy Project. Um, where are we with it? And is it really really going to happen? And is the Tama LNG also going to happen? It looks like it's stalled a bit. Thank you very much. Thank you for the questions. Yes. Okay. Okay, Honorable Minister, thank you for your presentation. Um, I am glad that you mentioned... Please. Sorry, Esther, Metro TV. I'm glad you mentioned boundary metering, right? Um, as a journalist, I want you to explain to me in layman's terms, because I think one of the problems we seem to face is a bit of misinformation. Now, I've had a lot of people say that the new meters... So people move, people are renting houses, apartments, and all of that. And they're experiencing that the new meters consume way too much. Um, some people, when you meet five people having a discussion, they say, oh, and some people also say so many things. That is from the ECG official. So I want you to explain in layman terms why that is the case, why the huge gap in consumption. Thank you. Thank you, Esther. <laughs> um, Daniel Sakite from City TV, City oh. FM. Um, Honorable Minister, my first question has to do with um, the recent power outages that has been happening across part of the country. Um, on October 26th, um, Gridco released a statement blaming it on limited um, gas supply, uh, which resulted in 50. 550 megawatts um, supply gap affecting the um, power supply. Um, I want to find out from Honorable Minister if we are witnessing the resurgence of Dumso and what the ministry is doing to address such concerns. Um, my second question is on independent power producers. In, in June this year, we saw the independent power producers raised concerns about debt owed them, a tune of $1.73 billion, and, and they were threatening to shut down their plant. So I want to find out, at present, have we met the debt obligations to them, and what um, has been the arrangement so far to clear the debt? Then secondly... Uh, please, can we stick to two questions so that your colleagues will also get the opportunity to ask this? Okay, yeah. Thank you very much. My name is Musa Lansa with GH1 TV. One of the biggest concerns I have has to do with the structural integrity of the Volta River Authority. That's the Akosombo Dam. I have traveled across the 16 regions. I've taken note of one disturbing uh, development. Most of the sources of, of the Volta River are silted from the Kubori River to the Bupe River. They all have large deposits of sand in them. And for, for me, with the science background, I think that is one of the reasons we have the Akosombo Dam having problems with water contention. 
as a ministry, what are you doing in collaboration with the various assemblies where the Volta River passes through to make sure we desilt the water bodies we have so that next year we will not have the Volta River Authority do the control spillage again? Secondly, um, you mentioned that most of the power-producing plants are now on gas, or all of them. What went into the decision to move uh, them from the fuel, the liquid fuel, to gas, so that, uh, and, and how sustainable is this with the West Africa gas pipeline always threatening to take out services if we are not able to meet obligations? Thank you. Okay, last question, Janapoku. Okay. Yeah. Good morning, Honorable Minister. I have two questions for you. Please, Honorable Minister, can you give us an update on the petroleum hub in the Zima Enclave and an, an, an update on the Tumai oil refineries so far? These two projects, we want to hear more about them. And then my last question, there is the agitation that uh, um, agreement that government signed with respect to oil agreements in this country some school of thought believes that um, you have not been given a, a good deal. So they need a review. What's the take on this agitation? Thank you. Okay, thank you for the questions. We will invite Honorable Minister for his responses and concluding remarks. Minister. I think I can start from my namesake. Uh, I've read about 10 books on the case of oil, the, the, the oil mafia, uh, all over the world, right? It is one industry that you need both money, technology, and technical skill. You need a three. So no country has started it on a footing that you can engage with the people who are coming to exploit. So when you read the history in Nigeria, how many years it took them to even be able to do local content and local participation. Go past Nigeria, go to Saudi Arabia. It took them 30 years before they could train people to start coming to the system. So if Ghana, which is just about 10 years or 12 years in oil, uh, people came and took advantage. We wanted to get oil in the first place. Because for 10 years, 20 years before we struck our first oil, in fact, it was being said that Ghana had no crude. It was being said, country, companies had come and gone. Wasted 600 million, 300 million, 400 million. So when under Kufo, we had a big meeting in M Plaza under is it former Supreme Court judge, said Chum, I think said Chum, and using the Commonwealth people to try and fashion out what we have to do. We knew that it was not the best, but to bring the people in to, the, 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 to make sure that, yes, Ghana, we found there's oil here. In fact, the field that we found oil, somebody had come and left that there was nothing there. And to entice people to come in, sometimes you have to sell yourself a bit short. So if people say that the first contracts, we sold ourselves short, yes. But without those contracts, we would have gotten nothing. But it's your ability to, to learn over the period. 
and be able to train more Ghanaians to fit into the industry, that begins to translate and transfer resources from them to yourself. That's why energy commissions do accelerated oil and gas capacity building, etc. Why did I say accelerated commission? Ah, okay. That's why PC has spent enough time. Even there's a school of thought that it's not PC's job to train local content. Because they are a referee. But they spent enormous amount of time ensuring that Ghanaians are trained in those different technically skilled, competent labor they want. Because for a long time, it was only Filipinos, Indians, and things who had the skill who could be employed. If you can't do underwater sea, uh, uh, welding, would they employ you? So it takes time. And that's why one of the biggest jobs Petroleum Commission does these days is to link Ghanaians to the, 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 the professions in there and has even established a Garden Welding Bureau to do the same work. Linked PC itself to Taekwondo uh, Technical University and Kikum. Kikum. Kikam. Ah, okay, Kum and Kam. <laughs> to be able to train Ghanaians. You see, it's not any roadside welder who can go and weld under the sea. And it's not everybody who can work in a confined space. Those are technically competent, certified people who they will employ. So, yes, I can give you another example. The Regional Monetary University was training a lot of welders, but they were not getting employment. Why? Because they didn't have the requisite certification. So that is the work PC is doing, and we have to thank them for that. But that's how I said in my presentation that we have moved from come and negotiate your contracts to a model template. Come and let's put in the figures and let's get up and go. Because we have led. So, the MDs here, they are working. M94.7. All talk, all day. According to Joshua chapter 6 no sana erade ebekan atamfo agu bomodin so beba bi asori bia won bia yenyina ye hia ewo achimota new station prophet daniel asafo may travel din 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 kai nation so say ebre no eye 18th november 2023 awoma che no nine copum say anopa no nkono ebebo ye hia yanante ne abompa ye na take over the territories in jesus mighty name ejetia to din 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 Prepare for a 
an exhilarating experience at the main fair of the 2023 Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair. Join us at the Accra International Conference Center from Thursday, November 23rd to Sunday, November 26th, 2023. Doors will be open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. each day to welcome you. This year, we are diving into the theme of home ownership, exploring the nuances between affordability, comfort, and luxury. Whether you're embarking on your home ownership journey or looking for upgrades, this fair is your destination for all things housing. Encounter a comprehensive assembly of stakeholders from Ghana's housing and construction sectors. Engage the experts across the spectrum of home creation and enhancement. The Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Planned City Extension Project from Cities and Habitats, Rent to Own, and sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Constructions Limited, where quality meet value. Global Lighting, your solution to quality lighting. Syntex Tank, Air Strong, Air Tough, Springfield Estates, where dreams are built. Virtual Security, Complete Security Solution, DBS, your roof experts. Virtual Infosec Africa, Security Solutions by Design, St. Gobain, Making the World a Better Plan, Clifton Homes, Beautiful Homes, Wise Investments, The Kissington Heights, Airport City, Kumasi, by HDG Homes Limited. Just momo it. Wabre supermarket line wa too much. Chano momo and a few person chat him. Send you who are also with now and also. Just momo it. A few builders out here. And you are doing my phone now. Just momo it. Yadia Nijia Kofi. Yadia Mabusia for. Just momo it. A crime baby or how bet me you sue empty a momo wallet. Obet you get Jacka. I will use scan to pay. And I will use merchant ID. And now on bank POS terminal. A face is obet you get transfer sika. A few mobile money wallet. I call bank account. Vice versa. Great 
adiano preko asebiye ni ho amanfo anum hebatin heba pade ni nyina edia da se se sadro ne die wono no ma wabata yade wona wono hebatin heba pada no e boda ukese pa e tresa odasadi bia adresa so no ma no eno koso adro ya yemwaiko great power clinic mwayebi hebatin heba pade oba bia to bi bidro ni abrofudro nyina wo fresa no ba ya oba che oba bia benya bia to 0244544422 hebatin heba pada eno Darling, yes, ye be didina me che angel cola. Me brother, who be for angel cola drink? Nani yonku e ye angel orange, ana angel mangwa. Ose me sign pedi obi e ye akamedi yon. Chese obi a pe angel soft drinks ni nebi. Aye, daddy, me say me peni ni nebi. Sister, would your mama angel peach, angel strawberry, and now angel cocktail? Actually, no matter angel apple lime. What? It's any of my dear. Miss Angel Cola, any angel orange, pet and a mania. I'm feeling and carrots also from wifey for us just no ABCA. Never angel drinks in a room. Obianca Tanan in Winnie. There was a person mono, no anum, Ali, Nasamasa, and no anono. There be a sunny and no angel cola, the assemble angel drinks. I don't call soft drinks beverages limited and why you to do a free one zero two four four eight a three twenty two eighty six and then zero five zero seventy eight seventy eight six six eight angel drinks Get ready to immerse yourself in a tale of bravery and resilience. Journey into the heart of the Kwaman Kingdom, where Nana Akoto, a young prince, is captured and sent to the formidable Dintra Empire as a slave. Nana Akoto faces a fate that threatens to erase his identity, but his spirit remains unbroken. In a quest to rediscover his true self, Nanakoto must navigate a path full of trials. Will the power of Deitra keep him as a slave, or can he fight to reclaim his heritage and restore honor to the Kwaman Kingdom? Don't miss Nanakoto showing Mondays to Fridays at 8 p.m. exclusively on Aquaba Magic DSTV Channel 150 and Go TV Channel 102. Dial star 759 hash to reconnect or stay connected to DSTV and Go. TV. National Dialogue Series, you know. Achieving the SDG goals on environment and sanitation in Ghana. The way forward. solutions, Papa. environment and sanitation issues in Ghana. National Dialogue Series 2023. Friday, 10th November, Ewa Kumase, Prampa Assembly Hall, 2 p.m. Kumauma Hene, Dr. Barima Safo, Chenebua Kodriana, Beyajumadi HMI. Special guest of honor, Honorable Frida Prempe, Minister of Sanitation and Water Resources, Ashanti Regional Minister, Honorable Simon Osemen Senpa, Kumase Mayor, Honorable Sampain, Youth Employment CEO, Ora Kofi Japan, Dr. Henry Kwabina Kukufu, Executive Director, Embarama.
Environmental Protection Agency, MMDC, Waste Management Organizations, and Omoka Upi Neba, Eco Season Dialogue Series 2023, 10th November, 2 p.m. Okumase, Prempa Assembly Hall, Ebeya Live Wasam Perfem, so Adum TV, AdumOnline.com, and here social media platforms are all running in Aso, and you may question Ministry of Sanitation and Water Resources, Environmental Protection Agency, Youth Employment Agency, Snitsi, Ewodachi, Fano Personal, Game Park Limited, Momula, More Power, Angel Cola, Love It, Narrow Drinking Water, Trust in Every Drop, Fearsome 3, Your Most Effective Daily Drive, Soccer Bet, Your Best Bet for Sports Betting, Chroma Digital Solutions, Yeto Safro, Biasa Momekadume Deiwe, Nenyefe, One Dirty No Biatnase, Eko Sise National Dialogue Series 2023, Maesia. Abusafo, midi the prophet Nana Yausafo, the host of Yasitrem Jumedie on Asempa FM 94.7. Share in Monday to Friday, 9.30 a.m. Kopemse, 12 midday, Ebebono. Yebe Rera Bebia. Yeah, the interesting human stories, Bebreo. Yeah, the video of the day, Bebreo. Sausuna, Yebe Boromu a market centers. Yebe Boromu a driver phone catchy. Obia, Kamubi. Prisa Yasitrem, F-O-B-I-A. Point seven. All talk. All day.
Mamefa and also PSA Emma, the Energy Ministry. You are winning almost support from the Ministry of Information. Omacheche niema mufai amayati asie efa the energy sector. Niema wasa otie wasa uhuno watibiano pay. Ya omama ebe ten minutes yam fampoje. Iti rwali edi tu yesrebo. Na say na aye press conference ekosi ye. Utie ekosi say between two and seven p.m. Time would obi. Or the moon chill moon yina beba interviews a hold on. I was all buffer ayan semion or the ninina ebeba. Mamin kwa man suna mene doctor Edmond Arthur Enin Komosi Madu Media se media nejum media no media siyanesa. Dog me watching. Where your prophet? Na eta say. Diabetes from Balm of Gilead. Doc, Edmonatha, uh
anase wo de ba nensu ni dume de ne ose se mi ose kono enko ni ya ne se se woni peduano enema chiankasa e ba ni sadia ade e fe ne sitwe ya we de ubenya mi pa na ye kaso bie ne sitwe ya we ne se se ya de machiri mono ana etimi e faso e mano e koba abra woni peduano e sone e sorichia no anase inchiremu fufu wa media mano na diabetes school mudi ya chile ya se sebi ya suso sano kakra kakra benyanku kwa adu mteknoloji ni adisunye kosro no eh eh adisunye bibri eba yungye bibri eba ema ankwa ankwa anonsu omonya saa ya wieno eko base omu ya omonye omonye wet inuwa edi omu edebe mo omu eh ebyanye osu ujifwa exercise obe ya ya wieni asiti mitu yensha asie ya 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 Afenso, onko ya ni njonso mwifemono Yefebe bi kitons, unonso saa kitons no Na ebi wumu, weye bi kakwe bi anu wabre Asai dati nonso no Eee, ube unse sebi Ne, ne ni, ekwanya ose, ehuwa di efano Na, eee, nchumachie bi baso Afenso sebi bi kuchana Eche, ansana, ikonu kwa mpo etimewu Sankwa fukono nso omu tenya dunso mu eha ubi bri ene ee ene ma fufwa ekeka mu na akuba se wako ye ee muda mu yifi mufa wa sitre hon na wa sitre no ee ebro 5.46 eko na enu ya fene pre diabetic minse uu ye remu uu ye nyebi uu nyebi ansana sebi watu wana mu enu ntina ye ewe tufu ni ye wonka ye se se nipe biya nkebe ya nkatem biya no hun status hun jina biya men kema nene wote se mpofu mwa nkasa enu ntina yeshro se ee ube ba bamo mbilia nina cheke ya maun anase ube cheke ewo hospital biya ebeo labu biya ebeo pharmacy biya ebeo na wuhu status akoba se ee kosro astati from 5.4 eko na infat Nese, eh, eh, pre-diabetic zone, eh, eh, Sugar, eh, 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 within 3.6 millimole per liter to 5, with all that range, eh, 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 very good. But where by, eh, 10, eh, atra, 5.4, 5.76, na eh, kwa, in fact, eh, more, eh, kaya, papa. Eh, nun, chino, eh, who be, eh, say, so, one of diabetes, eh, drat, two years, in five years, in na, se, to, ugo, so, no, mwa. I will say, a drone to diabetes as it. Near a bit met two, a situation as it, a say one. Your bet show a drania was a wood dinner, a quiet one one. A situation so bet two are one thing, but on a million. Don't do a was a woody, Obi Wyas, only old, or sorry, I know the old to be brave, or see a simini body, no old body be brave, or see a simini as Antimon, they will. Koko yukura wakani otu ya wanfe sitile ngumeyi. Eye sitile. Oba onse yumre ne kome denom. Osiyo mamento kodu. Anaso mamento apu obina mindi debi. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 